Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with November 24th, 1911, Part 2, pages 108 through 110. November 24th, 1911, Part 2. 2. I also brought up some matters pertaining to the Academy, for which I also came here, about the report prepared by Father Kakovsky. I tried to point out that the decree to put, put out by the Congregation of Studies is, in many instances, impossible to implement because of present conditions. It is impossible to introduce physics and astronomy. In our conversation with Father Ledochowski, it became clear as entirely it became clear an entirely different project had been proposed for the reform of the academy. It had taken into account the guidelines set up for the academy by Tsar Nicholas I. But somehow things got confused and the outcome was quite different. We talked for some time about the academy. I stayed with Father Ledochowski for over an hour. He advised me to be sure to see his eminence, Cardinal Vives Ituto, about our congregation and, in general, to make an appearance before the prefect of the Congregation for Religious. He gave me a letter of recommendation to present to the cardinal. From Father Ledochowski's, I went to the Congregation for Religious. Monsignor Caroli said that all our petitions had been granted except for, one, the request that low mass be said in our chapel instead of high mass. He asked me for other explanations as well. I understood that I had made a mistake in not coming to see Cardinal Vives Etuto in the first place and explaining everything to him personally. It seems that the officials of the church in Rome want to know wh whom they are dealing with, and, the, and that personal acquaintance has great value here. When they know the person with whom they are dealing, they can judge whether he is trustworthy or not and to what extent he may be trusted. I have noticed that in transacting certain business myself or sending others to do so, it is useful not only to give careful consideration to the whole matter, but also to decide on the approach which people, which people one needs to know and to visit. In the afternoon, I went to St. Peter's Basilica. There, at the tomb of the Holy Apostle, I made a vow to do everything in my power that neither I myself, nor any of our members, nor the congregation itself, would ever pursue any other aims, whether national, political, or the like, but seek only to serve God, the Church, and to work for the salvation of souls, making use of all natural and supernatural means as instruments in the pursuit of this highest goal, namely, the greater glory of God. I prayed for some time. In my spare time, I spoke with Father Grum about various matters. Later, I will make a summary of the main points of our conversation. Grum was accompanied by two young priests, Areskiewicz from the Diocese of Vilnius and Kapinski from the Diocese of Warsaw. Later, when we were left alone, Kapinski started to talk about our congregation. He told me that he and four others had decided to enter the monastery of Częstochowa as soon as they had received their doctorates, 
but none of them had done so yet. Kapinski seemed interested in joining us. I spoke briefly about religious life in general. Since I did not know him very well, I had to be careful. I asked Grum who this Kapinski was, and he answered that he did not appear to have a religious vocation. The next day I talk, took a walk with Kapinski and came to the same conclusion. However, nothing is impossible with God. He may yet acquire the necessary spirit. The other one, Father Areskevich, I liked very much. In the second part of this entry, Blessed George and the Jesuit Superior discussed Blessed George's visiting the Congregation for Religious at the Vatican. Blessed George learns the importance of meeting the church officials who oversee the religious congregations. They want to know who they are dealing with, that the religious superiors are trustworthy people. Blessed George prayed in St. Peter's Basilica at the tomb of St. Peter, asking his intercession for the congregation. St. Peter was the first vicar of Christ, whose vocation was to strengthen the faith of the other apostles and of the church. He continues to intercede for the church from heaven. Blessed George had a meeting with uh, two young priests who were interested in the religious life. There is always a mutual discernment uh, necessary. Someone who wishes to join a religious congregation must discern if God is indeed calling him to that congregation, and then the congregation itself must also discern if they believe that God is calling that person to join. Blessed George writes that one of those candidates seemed a very suitable person. Uh, the other candidate didn't seem to have a vocation to the religious life, or at least he didn't seem yet open to the call as God, if God in fact was calling him. Perhaps he needed to mature or to open his heart in some way or to be healed in some way. The Holy Spirit leads each of us on the path of holiness. We are all at a different place along the path. If we keep our hearts open, the Spirit will lead us to where we need to be. I never expected that part of my vocation would be to live for many years in Rome, but God is always full of surprises. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, 
and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.